Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. All right. Welcome back. Hour two. I just had to climb up on a chair to adjust lights so we could light up the TV star over here so he looked good in the studio. By the way, if you want to watch the show, as boring as we may be to look at, um, you can go to YouTube or any of our social media channels, and we've got video of the show now. And occasionally there's interesting people that are fun to look at on the show. They'll come in studio. We like, actually have comments on there, too. I saw some during the break. Wes, did you see you'll the comments? To, Christian, can you see them from in there? we got to go to our deal over here. Yeah, you'll have to move. How do you do that? No, it's a long story. <laughs> do I hit in broadcast? Is that what I mean? No. <laughs> no. That's, that's no good. I think if you just go up to comments there on the right side, you'll see them. Yeah, you see the comments at the right side oh. there, Wes, under end broadcast? No, it's not touchscreen. Uh. Got to use the mousey. Sorry, buddy. Old school. Uh, speaking of comments, we're going to get to the red-white report here in a second, by the way. But um, You know, a touchscreen TV would really suck. You'd get fingerprints all over it. Yeah, well, this is touchscreen in here. I used to bump into it occasionally. Anything good comments-wise in there, Wes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is, sure. Uh, from... Harland. Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Long-time listener, first-time stream watcher. Cock-a-doodle-doo. The thing about streaming that cracks me up is watching everyone's facial expressions when they're not talking. It's hard to hide the lack of excitement. Christian has his head down. Looks like he's into his Twitter. He's focused. Wes looks bored, out of his mind. He's listening to me. And Justin, being the professional, he, well, he hides his. My boredom? I couldn't help it during Sankey. I was about to fall asleep. And Greg wants to know what kind of sandwich I'm, I was eating. What were Actually, you? I wasn't eating a sandwich. I was eating a protein bar. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. We're waiting on rock and roll sushi later. That's right. No sandwich today. That's it. We get sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian, I will say you were scratching your leg earlier on the video. And, and it was his leg? And it looked hilarious. And I, I didn't say anything, but I was like, <laughs> that looks super funny, actually. Um, here we go. Stats guy says, Wes, interesting Miami Heat NBA playoff stat. And then he doesn't have anything behind it. Could you, could you send me the stat, bro? I think he's being facetious. No, I guess not. There's uh, nothing interesting he's saying. Lee says, what is the word on the basketball player from Benton? Saw where he could be a projected top 20 player when he becomes a senior. And G Ignite League Ignite has already invited him to a workout. Burgess? Yeah. Terry on? Terry on. Yeah. Is Devo coming back fill the scholarship spots, or is there one left? Sounds like there's one more. One more. Wes said so. Justin, your Cubs took last place again, and the Cardinals did not even play. You're welcome. I didn't know Terry on had gotten an invite from G League. I didn't either. That's interesting. Uh, but I know he just keeps getting better and better. Well, like he should. He's a, he's a big right. guy, young guy, and he's uh, filling into his body, and you, you can see all kinds of potential. He's class of 25. Right now he's ranked, you know, it's early, but 17th in the country. Wow. So. Uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, was there some kind of breaking news concerning Hog Baseball? There was a uh, faking news, not breaking news. John Neighbors tried to tell me that Gage Wood was going to be the day one starter for Arkansas. And I was like, well, that's interesting. By the way, the uh, NCAA softball championship over in Oklahoma City is underway. And how about this for a screw job? There are two SEC teams of the eight teams. Uh-huh. They're playing each other in game one. Ah. That's Bologna. Yeah. But I guess that's the way it works out with the brackets. I did know. Did you notice that if Arkansas does make it to Omaha and uh, Vanderbilt makes it to Omaha? They'd Arkansas has to eliminate Omaha? I mean, uh, Vanderbilt? Oh, Vanderbilt, yeah. Bummer for them. They would be on the same side of the bracket. Uh, of course, if the SEC continues to do what they they do, you're going to have a bunch of teams. Right. Potentially. I filled out my bracket yesterday on D1 Baseball. Did you do a bracket challenge? No. <laughs> I, I picked five SEC teams to make it to Omaha to break the record. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. It would be fun. Texas was my sleeper. Uh, Texas A&M was my sleeper. I like that. Making it to back well. to Omaha. Uh, if they can throw that kid with the sliders over oh and over gosh. again, they're going to beat a lot of teams. Dude was nasty. Filthy. Yeah. Now i got Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Florida. They would all be on one side of the bracket. That would be yuck. And I don't remember. Maybe Tennessee. I had Tennessee also surprised Tennessee is a two seed, huh? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Or maybe it was South Carolina. I like South Carolina. I, they were playing bad. They remind me of Ole Miss last year. They're a good team, and they just they've just fell apart. And if they could put it back together, they've got a chance to be there. Alabama, do you like them to win their regional? I do not. No. Boston College? Yeah, I did. I picked Boston College. Wake Forest will likely come out of there and go to the series. They are the number one overall, and mm-hmm. they are uh, facing off against that Tuscaloosa regional. A&M, yep. I see your position there. They're going to Stanford, and they got a shot. Maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU, LSU better make it. I picked them to win their regional, but to lose in the super regional to Kentucky or someone else. Someone else. West Virginia, Indiana, West Ball Virginia. State. Interesting. Why? I like. I I watched West Virginia a little bit in the Big Twelve a couple of times, and I like what they did. And I think they could. They got enough hitting. I honestly have it. not thought about Auburn or Alabama, and they're both hosting. Yeah. Well, they finished the season just extremely hot. You remember the whole Alabama situation with their head coach getting fired, then yep. the team just took off. It's a great story. And I read yesterday that Auburn is 11-2 and two or 7-2 and two the nine times they've hosted a regional. So uh, I know they've, uh, they're going to be sold out there. Penn, Samford, and Southern Miss. Southern Miss is a traditional yep. power, and they've got 41 wins, so that won't be easy. But no. Tennessee is the two seed, is in the Clemson. Regional, I like that chance to get out of there. Absolutely. Lipscomb and Charlotte, the other teams there. All all due respect to the 49ers. Um, Florida, I think, is a no-brainer. With all due respect to Florida A&M and others. South Carolina Regional. Central Connecticut State. NC State and Campbell. Campbell Campbell's have a filthy record, but I don't know if they're any good. Uh, One hump or two. And then we've got... um, can't even read this. That's Vanderbilt. This is the smallest font. I only found one printable version that actually prints correctly. Yeah. And it was on the SEC notes that they sent out. The one that they have on the NCAA website says printable version. That that is not true. You can print like one little quarter. Oh, of I know. The Isn't quarter. that ridiculous? Yeah, it's bad. Irritates me to no end. Uh, Arkansas same way on their printable schedule. Yeah. It doesn't print right. It should print all in one page. Yeah. That's the whole point for football, basketball, all of it. Um, I love Arkansas's chances. At least to win the first game. Yeah. Let's get into the uh, Red White Report. Wes is a little yes. more concerned about Santa Clara than he was yesterday because yesterday was very dismissive. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Surprisingly, I've not gotten a press release on this yet from Arkansas, but I had it sent to me by a listener. Collegiate Baseball's All-America team has been announced. Arkansas has one player that was named, and it is our guy, the lefty, Hagen Smith. He joins Paul Skeens and a host of others, including a Wake Forest pitcher, uh, on the first team. So congratulations to Hagen Smith for being a Collegiate Baseball Division One All-American. Uh, speaking of All-Americans, had a couple on the softball team Wes, a first-teamer and a second-teamer. Ryland Hedgecock was named to the first team by the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association and Shanice Dels named to the second team. She's the first pitcher in one of two Razorbacks to be distinguished as a two-time All-American because she was on this team last year, too. Kudos to both those ladies. Uh, okay. I think that's all we got for the most part, unless you got something else. No. And then you can tell me why you're more worried about Santa Clara. Yes. uh, All right, let's move on then. John Neighbors just tweeted out, Dave Van Horn, Jace Borfin, and Zach Morris will be meeting with the media shortly. Oh, 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 well, (laughs) Wes, maybe your little curveball will come to pass. Surely not, right? Why not? I don't know. I'm not that smart, Emma. I mean, I'll I'll tell you this. If I am Santa Clara, I feel very disrespected because you're throwing your... Hottest pitcher? (laughs) <laughs> no! You're throwing your... I, I don't want to rank him. Why? I mean, because he... You're he a grown has, man. Grow he up. He has been pitching so oh, much being a better baby. here recently. I know. I love Zach Morris. So I, I mean, if, if, if I was right and this was it, and I still don't think I'm right, he's pitching as good as anybody. I mean, he's not one of their top three pitchers, though. You gotta go. You gotta go. Hagen, Hagen. then Holland, then Tiger, or some order yeah. there, and then I mean McIntyre. McIntyre, then then that's where I'm at. That's where I put him. Yeah, okay. Fifth. All right. So you can rank him. Look at you. I'm proud of you. I think it'd be a baller move if they started him. <laughs> oh my though. gosh. And then they brought in Gage Wood first out of the pen. Boom. Yeah. Suck it, Santa Clara. Yesterday, you were trying to talk some sense into me about Santa Clara, and I yep. was pretty dismissive. I want to back it up I a just, little bit. Uh, I'd like to say rude. And I, I was condescending. Thinking, Yes. I was thinking yesterday that Arkansas would win this game. 
I was ready to predict 10-5, 9-5, 9-4. Now I'm thinking they may have a little bit more trouble. Look, and listen, keep in, I've got to keep in perspective. This is West Coast baseball we're talking about. They're, Arkansas has got much better hitters than Gonzaga and some of these teams that they've been playing. But I looked it up. You think they're better than... You think Arkansas is better than Portland? Yes, I think they are. But in the last seven games, Santa Clara pitching, which has been poor, except they've got three good relievers. Uh, They held Stanford at 20, I'd like to point out. Yeah. Uh, Their last seven games, they've only given up 16 runs. So they figured something out with their starting pitching. It's just not those three relievers that are coming in and, and and throwing, what, seven games, nine, 63 innings. So they're getting some good starts, and then the relievers are coming in and finishing things up. That's that's impressive. They're scoring a boatload of runs, too. And admittedly, it's against West Coast pitchers, but... West Coast Conference, we're saying too, not just like West Coast. It's not like they're playing the Dodgers. This is this is they're on a win streak. They've won seven in a row. They beat Gonzaga eight in a row, eight in a row, five to four. Gonzaga twelve to one. Gonzaga five to three. Then the first round of the WAC tur- or WCC tournament, they beat Gonzaga again four to two. Portland fifteen to three. St. Mary's seventeen to three, and then they shut out Portland six, six to zip. nothing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is a good streak that their pitching is on. Now the previous weekend when they went to Portland, they gave up seven, seven, and ten, and took or they lost two out of three. Well, Christian, I hope we get the uh, Bubba Carpenter clip from yesterday talking about him them potentially peeing down their leg because I do think the atmosphere will be mind-boggling for a team that plays in front of a few hundred fans each game. Don't you? I was thinking that there could be more people outside the hog pen right now. Oh, than what? what's played in front? They've played in front of all year. Thousand percent. There's so, no doubt. The Jalen Williams of OKC have a bet on this game because Jalen Williams of Arkansas and Jalen Williams of Santa Clara. <laughs> and so, whichever team wins, the other one has to wear a jersey okay. of the opposing team at some point next I, season. I love that. That's pretty cool. Um, honestly, Santa Clara's Jalen Williams should have gotten odds. Because Arkansas will be an overwhelming favorite. Speaking of odds, if you're at Alabama or any other school, you can't gamble on baseball. But we can, and we use Oakland to do so. And Zach is going to join us at 1230, so we'll talk to him about what uh, what is there to wager on as far as the baseball tournament goes. Has that line come out yet at Oakland? I haven't looked. I was leaving it for Zach. Yeah. I don't know. but I, And I'm assuming they're having individual games, but I'm sure there's championship odds. True. As far as that goes, I can. Uh, I'll look real quick. You can gamble as a member of Alabama if you go through Cincinnati, though, right? <laughs> That's frowned upon. <laughs> the uh, press conference has started. Yep. Do not have a starting pitcher yet. I keep it refreshing and waiting for neighbors to tweet it out. But he says, uh, Dave Van Horn says, quote, We are super excited to be hosting a regional. Last year we were on the road, and it went well. But this team has had success this year playing at home. We have a great field with teams here that are on fire. Top two regional in the postseason, in my opinion. Hmm. I'm looking through the lines here. Santa Clara, Arkansas. What do you think the odds are on the money line? I think Arkansas should be like a minus eleven hundred. Whoa! In a single game? Mm-hmm. No, sir. No, sir. Do you know how this works? No, not really. Five hundred, four fifty-five. Good call. Uh, Santa Clara's plus three hundred. So that's similar to eleven hundred. No, to what we're seeing in the NBA Finals. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's an overwhelming, disgustingly overwhelming favorite. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, who else you want to know about? I would think Arkansas is a bigger favorite than Denver. LSU's minus a thousand against a nineteen and forty-two lane team. Yeah, Florida is a fourteen thirty yeah. favorite over Florida A and M. Okay, so I guess Vegas is giving Santa Clara a lot more respect than I am. Yep, yep. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, North Carolina and Iowa are both negative money, minus one hundred eight and minus one twenty-one. I would call that a virtual toss-up in Oakland terms. And they're playing each other, and that's the 2-3 matchup at the uh, Indiana State Regional? Yep. Arizona-TCU, basically a toss-up game. Hmm. Arizona's... No, that's not true. I'm sorry. TCU is a pretty good favorite there. Minus 130, Arizona's plus 100. So you can get even money on Arizona. I don't hate that pick. No. Uh, A&M, you mentioned you like them as a surprise pick to potentially come out of their Stanford Regional. Yes. Minus 177 in the opener against Cal State Fullerton. Okay. Who else you want to about? I mentioned LSU... Um, let's see. Well, A&M was the three seed out there, right? Yeah. 
That's right. And they're the favorite over the two? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's some respect for the SEC. Uh, what about Wake Forest, I wonder? What's the Wake Forest line, considering they're the number one overall seed? Did I mention them, Ernie? No, you did not. Who was minus... Oh, that was Florida. That's right. I don't see Wake Forest on here. Do we have Wake Forest? Remind me to ask Zach about Wake Forest. I don't see him. Vanderbilt, by the way, is minus 910 against Eastern Illinois. So Arkansas does have a tough draw, comparatively. Yeah. So I'm not crazy with that minus 1,100. Yeah. It's, it's doable if it was, a, I guess, an easier opponent in uh, yes. Vegas' mind. No, it's doable, but uh, long So shot. maybe we should take advantage of it and bet Arkansas, because it's not such a crazy number compared to LSU or Florida. The Fayetteville Regional, I don't see it on here. Zach, what is going on right now? There it is. Arkansas is minus 148 to win the Regional. TC is a second favorite, plus 325, 465 on Zona, and Santa Clara is a long shot to win the regional at 850, plus 850. So, yeah. I feel good with that. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad bet. Mm-mm. feel pretty good about it as well. I was going to do something. What was it? Come on, Dave. Announce the pitcher. Who do you want to pitch? I want, I want Hunter Holland to pitch. I feel good with him as your Friday night starter. He's done it a lot this season. Then you save Hagen Smith for Saturday. and um, I would go with the Dave Van Horn philosophy. You remember how he used Hagen Smith there for a while? He, he uh, didn't announce him as the starter, and if they needed him out of the bullpen, they used him out of the bullpen to get that win. I would use Brady Tigert that way this weekend. And if you need him to get a save Friday night or Saturday night to win those first two games, so be it. If you don't need him, then he's your game three starter. Uh, I think, uh, you know, in your in your back pocket, you got... Diggs uh, drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel for the walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6-5 to five on Diggs' 11th of the year. Look at our listeners doing good work. 661-1037, first one in. It looks like Christian's already got him. They beat you to the punch. Listen for Phil Elson a little bit later in the show. We'll play it one more time this hour, and when you hear his voice, you qualify to compete. Qualify to compete. You don't win squat, but you get a chance to compete. You can't win if you don't play, Wes, and so we're going to do a contest that Wes has pulled together with some really tough questions for the final hour, and if you can answer them correctly, you win. We're going to eliminate people as we go through. If you miss the question, you're out. Hopefully not all four people miss at the same time, but Wes, you're ready to give a mulligan. a mulligan if we have to. As I was saying before, I got rudely cut off by Phil Elson. Gosh, he's so rude. Uh, Did he ever cut you off when you guys worked together? Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. No, he was great. He told me he couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> no, no, he oh, couldn't. Okay. Uh, McIntyre, you got him in your back pocket, and you got Morris in your back pocket. So I, I think that that would be the way i go. You ask me who I'd pitch, I want to go Hunter Holland on Friday night. Because I do think, you know, like this is this is a good team. I mean, they're not, you know, they're they're they deserve to be there. You can't pitch off and go with Gage Wood as John Neighbors was pulling your leg. I don't want Arkansas to have to score nine, ten runs to win the game. No. And with that kind of pitching, with Hunter Holland, what we've seen from him, he could give you five, six innings, give up two, three runs, and uh, turn it over the bullpen. You should be just fine. Take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Barrett Salee. Get his thoughts on what's going on at SEC meetings this week. I'm assuming he is kicking in in Destin as well. And then he will take his family on one of their nine Walt Disney vacations. Also, um, I wonder if he's more happy about the Braves doing great or upset that Freddie Freeman is absolutely killing it right now after leaving Atlanta. That was a... It was unfortunate hmm. for them, but they're still doing fine without him. No no doubt. By the way, no score in the Tennessee-Alabama game in Game 1 of the Collegiate Softball World Series over in Oak City. Keep an eye on that. I hate that the two SEC teams are playing each other, but for Terry's sake, our CEO, I'm hoping that Tennessee finds a way here. I guess Alabama's pitcher's okay? The one that was injured in the right before the regional? That's her, right? She's a baller, too. She doesn't yeah. even wear the uh, Torrance. Is that her? NCAA tournament three and zero six and two in the season two seven one. Seems like that's not right. I don't think is that her. I don't, I don't think that's know. her star. I don't know. Anyway, she's not wearing the head, the the, yeah. the the face uh, mask and all do, that. Some of them don't. That's baller. That's weird. You'd be a bad bad person to not wear uh wear all that. I want all the gear I can get. That's crazy. Good for her. 
Big O Tires, uh, take advantage of their special. It's not going to be around too much longer. Buy three, fourth tire, absolutely free. In fact, it may be ending this weekend. Buy three, fourth tire, absolutely free at Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway. Great selection of tires, all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. Buy three, get the fourth tire free. And they got the mechanics right there waiting to work on your car. If there's something wrong, your vehicle's just not running right, got that check engine light, don't know where to take it, take it to Big O Tires in Conway. Hark Rider in Cabot's Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. We have breaking news. The starter's been named at the University of Arkansas for game one against Santa Clara, and it is going to be told to you after the break. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. The deadline for collegiate players to withdraw from the 2023 NBA draft passed yesterday. Arkansas guard Devo Davis announced his return for his senior season. As a junior, he averaged 11 points and had his best three-point shooting season as he shot nearly 35% on four attempts per game. Jordan Walsh remained in the draft. In 36 games this year, he averaged seven points and four rebounds on 43% from the field and 71% from the free throw line. ESPN has him projected to go 39th overall. And in Arkansas football, the first three games of the season got kicked off times. On September 2nd, Arkansas will face Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium at 3 p.m. On September 9th, they'll host Kent State at Donald W. Reynolds Stadium at 3 p.m. Then on September 16th, BYU will come to town. Kickoff for that game is set for 6.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care so you can live your story. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, while you're away, we're pampering your car. We can fix or replace your windshield, even help file the insurance claim. Imagine returning home to a car that has been washed and detailed, plus had an oil change, brake inspection, even a tire rotation. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Fast, secure parking for less than municipal airport parking. Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Arcare is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore.
back in the zone. Barrett Salee standing by from CBSSports.com. But we have breaking news from the Fayetteville Regional West. And I don't know who in the world is starting for the Broncos. But he will be facing off for Arkansas against... Hunter Holland. Hunter Holland will be the starting pitcher for Arkansas, as predicted by some... We threw about every name out there, so we were gonna we were, we're bound gonna to be right. right. That's exactly right. So, I like it. Obviously, Hunter's been great and did not have the best outing. I think his last time out, but a couple outings ago, yeah, he was awesome. the first complete game in ages for Arkansas. But he came back and pitched very well against LSU at the SEC tournament. Remember, he came in in relief for Hagen Smith, and that duo beat LSU. So uh, he's coming off a good performance. But you're right, the the one against Vanderbilt was lacking, but the Report, the uh, outing before that is when he, uh, I think he went a season high and probably, maybe he was still a little tired, uh, had a little dead arm after uh, going so many innings and pitches. Sixth in the SEC this year with 77 and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, he's also 10th in the SEC in ERA. Strikeouts, he is not on the list. Higgins missed fifth, though, with 102 this year. That's not a bad number two right there. No, I'd say pretty solid, yeah. no doubt about it. Um, batters struck out looking. Boy, they keep every stat there is. It's crazy. Hunter Holland is also third, tied for third in wins with his teammate, Hagen Smith. With eight, eight wins. Yep. All right, let's go to Barrett. He may want to talk baseball, but probably more about the Braves than he wants to talk about uh, the NCAA regionals. Barrett, welcome. How are you? Barrett. I'm here. There he you is. Hear me. I can hear you now. Hey, what's up, guys? Are you paying any attention to the NCAA regionals this weekend for baseball? I will be uh, a little bit. I, I think um, <laughs> we have a travel baseball tournament on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm the coach, so I don't think I will be able to catch up on a lot of it. But uh, luckily, uh, the SEC Network does a uh, great baseball show um, at the uh, 10 o'clock or so. So yeah. I'll catch up probably then, but uh, beforehand, I don't think it'll be a possibility right yeah. now. Well, I understand. Don't uh, don't you worry about it. You can just wait until Arkansas is in Omaha, and then you can focus on it then. What? Um, I just hope it doesn't end like the last time they were in Omaha. No, no, no. Actually, that was last year, and they had a good run. They yeah. just... Yeah. Well, you know what's the joke. You know what I'm kidding. Yeah, I, see, I know what you're talking about. We don't talk about that around here, pal. Um, what's your style as a coach? You more uh, small ball, or you you like the guys to go long? What's the, what's the plan? Uh, well, we're going to play small ball, I think, because uh, a lot of these eleven kids they don't handle bunts very well. <laughs> so that's smart. Uh, that is uh, not not to uh, to spoil uh, spill secrets if uh, the other opponents are listening. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to we're going to bunt. We all are fast kids, so um, that might be uh, that might be more of our game plan than maybe we. Uh, we think even right now, but we're going to do a lot of hit and run. Uh, we're going to do a lot of uh, bunts. We're going to do a lot of uh, uh, delayed steals, things like that. I like it. Side. I like it. What position does your kid play? Uh, he plays second and third, and will play outfield a little bit because fastest, but he's very reliable and he has good baseball IQ. So he'll probably play in the outfield a little bit too. I was watching my nephew's team play not too long ago, and they ran this great play. Maybe you have it, but if you don't, this is awesome. Runner on second, you get your batter to bunt towards third base. The runner on second takes off for third because the third baseman is charging to get the bunt, pulls back the bunt, the catcher goes to throw, there's nobody on third base. Easy stolen base. That's like actually it. genius. I like yeah. it. And one time the catcher threw it, expecting the third baseman to be there, and threw it in the left field, and the runner came home. <laughs> I like it. That's that's pretty smart. All I know is that uh, my, my my wife took him to get the Ricky Vaughn haircut today, and <laughs> oh boy. it looks pretty awesome. That's great. Uh, yesterday, actually, was Jake Taylor's birthday. Tom Berenger. Seven, was it? 74 years old. That's right. One of the all-time great uh, catchers. You know, it's it's such a great story, a comeback story from the Mexican League to the Major Leagues to lead the, the Indians to, uh, to a championship. Yeah, and- and he quit drinking because in the Mexican league he had a little bit of an alcohol problem. He did. He did. He was trying to get uh, what was her name? Uh, Annie. That was uh, what was uh, Renee Russo. Renee Russo's. Yeah. What was her character's name? I don't know. Anyway, I literally just watched the movie like four days ago. <laughs> it's so good. Um, what? Uh, let me ask you about your thoughts on Major League Baseball, and then we'll talk about SEC meetings. Um, I, I'm guessing I know the answer to this. 
But the Braves are obviously in first, and yet over here I watched Freddie Freeman run around L.A. on a ridiculously long hit streak. I don't know if it's been broken yet, but he was on a hell of a run. Do you still root for him because of the way things went down there? Oh, yeah. I mean, he he was, he was is not a, uh, a victim of the Braves. He's a victim of his uh, representation. Uh, the Braves... Uh, the Braves knew what they were what they were doing. Um, they they don't hold personal uh, emotions when they're doling out contracts. I think for pretty much everybody in Atlanta, uh, they, we root for him, except for uh, when we we can't for you know for division title or World Series or playoff uh, ramifications. But yeah, he's he's well liked. He's he's not going to. To hear the booze or be ostracized from Atlanta anytime soon. He clearly, unlike Jake Taylor, does not have a drinking problem either. At least if he does, it's amazing what he's doing right now. Four hits <laughs> in the win yesterday for the Dodgers as they beat the Nationals 9-3. 19-game hitting streak for those who don't follow Major League Baseball. Also, sidebar, unrelated, but down the road, uh, Otani hit a 465-foot home run, which is the longest of his career. Hmm. He's pretty good. He had that two is, home uh, runs. It was a bond. I thought it was 500 feet. Okay, possibly. that's but very far. Sad cat. Sad uh, cat's smarter than I am. Uh, okay, let's get to some other numbers like eight, nine. I mean, those are numbers that have been very common this week down in Destin. Yeah, yeah, they have, and you know, I think it's they it, it could have handled this a year, year and a half ago, and they just kept kicking the can down the road, and, and here they are, kind of forced into making a decision quickly. Although I guess they don't necessarily really have to, but spring meetings is uh, one of the few times they're all together at the same place at the same time. So uh, it does make sense that it's going to happen there. I, I think the biggest thing going on is. There's a, I wouldn't say consensus, but I think it's been sort of settled that six and three is is what the the leader in the clubhouse was, and I still think it is because I think what's happening now is playing the political game. Nick Saban said in March that he doesn't want to have LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn as his permanent three, and I wouldn't either. Right? Like that's yeah. that's not fair to Alabama. I know Arkansas folks don't really care, but that's that's not fair to Alabama. Uh, so I think really what's been could happen is how do you how do you decide those three? And people have dug their heels in on the eight game schedule just for political purpose, for fostering purpose, mm-hmm. for, for leverage. So I think the the, the com- compromise I think is going is going to be you have two permanent that you've already had like traditional rivalries, and then the third draw it out of a hat. You know, and, yeah. and I think if the SEC is going to do away with division, really do away with division. Right. I mean, is there a reason? that Arkansas has to play Mississippi State every year in a new format? No. Not really, right? So, you know, you don't have to preserve those those relics of divisions, and, and let's actually do it. Honestly, I would put it on TV, on the SEC Network, in late September, and then release the actual schedule in October on another SEC Network special. I think that would be awesome, just have one game, one permanent rival, uh, let's decide it right now and draw it out of a hat. And then maybe you can rotate every four years or six years or whatever. So in your mind, it's not a debate on whether there's eight or nine. It's how they're going to break the nine up. Yeah, I think that's it. I think the the people who are who are going with eight right now, making that stand, are, are doing so for, for leverage purposes to try to get what they want. And look, that's a negotiation. I'm totally fine with that. Hmm. Yeah, I thought Nick Saban made some interesting points. You know, he was, I said, you could either, he's being kind of a middle of the road man or he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. But I think he was trying to make a case for both. Fans want better games. They don't want you playing a bunch of off, you know, off putting opponents where you're going to go out and drill somebody. But at the same time, you know, in this league, you're going to play potentially, you know, maybe five top 20 teams in a, in a conference schedule with just eight conference games. So, I don't know that the SEC needs nine, other than unless there's a significant amount of money, and that's what Wes was talking about, too. I mean, how much of this is playing games with the networks to go, okay, we'll go to nine, but you're going to have to give us a significant jump in pay, and I'm sure that's part of it. But um, to me, you don't have to have a nine-game schedule to remain as the top league in the country. No, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And and even if you have a nine-game schedule and you have a Power 5 permanent opponent, then the committee's going to look at you, even if you have a loss or two losses, maybe even three losses, as a potential playoff team, right? So I don't think it's—I I don't think that has a whole lot to do with it. And if that's the justification for some of these stances, for some of these positions on the on the the scheduling debate, um, I would I would call those people out because that just doesn't seem like it has anything to do with being, um, you know, being a, a playoff contender in the new era. How much of a challenge do you think in doing research on this? And we've debated it. We don't really know the background on it, I guess. 
for teams to reshuffle their schedule deck, so to speak, for future games that would be impacted by a nine-game versus an eight-game? Well, I think that you mentioned money and networks. I think that's a, a very uh, complicated issue, right? Because I don't think ESPN wants to pay you know more for for more games. Uh, they would have to. The SEC wants them to do that, but then ESPN would have to negotiate out all these out of conference, not all of them, but a lot of these out of conference games that have already been set in stone because they're the ones that sort of orchestrated the deal to begin with. So, or at least most of them. So, I think that's a it's a a more complicated financial aspect and more complicated financial uh, situation than um, than simply, well, the SEC wants ESPN to pay more money because on the back end, ESPN's got to figure out how to how to change and, and maybe even cancel a lot of these a lot of these uh, out of conference rivalry games and and the schools suffer because they're not getting the money from those teams. So there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. And there's a lot of talk uh, with the NIL trying to uh, fix that, maybe get Congress involved. Is that the answer? No, the federal government's never the answer. <laughs> I, mean, I don't care what the question is. It's never the answer. Um, but, you know, I think right now there's just frustration that there's not, you know, there's not some sort of overarching rule from the NCAA or, you know, whatever else is going to take over for the NCAA. Really, I just think it's a reason to, anytime you see leaks like that, to kind of give them a kick switch to the butt and say, "Hey, guys, you you got to solve this sometime." And I like too if they if they can't do you know NCAA can't do something about it, we'll do something about it. You know, maybe we'll come up with our own rules, and everybody else yeah. can follow suit. Well, yeah, and I, that's kind of what we've had so far. And you know, I think there it's look it's it's going to be an issue regardless, right? Because there's going to be some disparity. There already is between you know Alabama and South Alabama in terms of what they offer. Uh, tampering is a big part of it. I mean, it's just—it's a mess. It's beautifully dysfunctional, though, and that's kind of what makes this sport great. You know, the baseball coaches, most of them, with all due respect to the four that didn't make the regionals, uh, a little bit busy this time of year. I mean, the Alabama story, by the way, is just a crazy story when you fire your coach with gambling connections and you make the NCAA regionals anyway, and and host <laughs> no less. Yeah. Um, have we heard, am I crazy, has there been talk about getting rid of divisions in baseball? Because if there's a sport that needs to dump divisions, it's baseball mm-hmm. for the SEC to me. I, you know, I think the, uh, the scheduling debate in football has kind of overshadowed all that gets discussed. But I, I think that absolutely was a discussion, I guess, let's say Thursday. So I guess they met Wednesday with presidents and ADs for the first time. And I would imagine that that was a point of discussion. And I think sort of related to that, I think there's been a lot of, of – Maybe, maybe rejoicing from fans of other conferences. Like SEC can't get itself together, and you know they're all mad at each other. But the truth is, like the conversation with football scheduling, maybe took an hour. They've got a lot of other stuff they have to do. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Cool. All right, Barrett. Thank you for the time, my friend. Uh, good luck with your tournament this weekend. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right. Thanks. I'll see you. All right, see Barrett Salee from CBSSports. dot com. It's eleven forty three. When we come back, we've got. Um, a chance for you to maybe, I mean, sometime in the next segment, we're going to play the sound or you're going to have a chance to compete. We only have three, right, Christian? Right. Got we need more one more. A uh, chance to win tickets to the Razorback game on Saturday in Fayetteville. Could be Arkansas positioning itself to go 2-0. and Or, I mean, there is a potential, I guess, if they lose their first game. You might see them play twice on Saturday, right? Isn't that how that works? No, not Saturday. Saturday's just two games. The uh, two losers play and the two winners play. Okay. Sunday, there's a chance if they lost on oh, that's Friday right. or Saturday, right. they they would have to play the early game Sunday, and then if they win that, then they play the late game Sunday. Yeah. And if they win that, they'd play the Monday game. That seems like a lot. That better, is a lot. That's why it's so games. important to win your first two games. That's why they're pitching Hunter Holland against Santa Clara. And that's why Hagen Smith will pitch game two against TCU or Arizona. That's correct, I imagine. Did he say that? No. You're just guessing. I know. It's, I, I mean, even I don't if know, you lose, if you lose, you're not going to have no, you your ace pitch. in your back pocket in, like, in case you win. Yeah. It's like, uh, why didn't he throw? Oh, well, you know, we We're thought. saving him for tonight. <laughs> you don't have another game. You're done. Yeah, exactly. Done. Uh, hopefully it doesn't work out that way. Uh, there was one note from uh, David Horn I wanted to get to. John Neighbors tweeted this out. Gage Wood threw a great bullpen yesterday. He struggled a bit there, but we feel like he's back on track. Baseball is so mental, man. But we got to have him. He's going to be out there. I love it. 
Let's go. He's Come starting on, game one. Not starting. No, he's not. <laughs> Retweet John. Ask him, is he starting game one? Every day at Oakland offers entertainment from daily casino promotions in the smoke-free casino to live entertainment every weekend in the newly opened Pops Lounge. The fun never stops at Oakland. Headliner entertainment this summer. Randy Hauser, June 9th. Chris Jansen, July 2nd. Ricky Skaggs and the Kentucky Thunder, July 14th. The Four Tops, August 25th. And the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, September 10th. Tickets on sale right now at oakland.com. In addition to all those great things happening, the great entertainment, you got the casino action, but they also have fantastic dining experiences. You got the Bugler, you got the Oak Room and Bar. The Bugler is perfect. Great food. Both of them great food. Escape to the ultimate retreat in Hot Springs. It is your summer getaway at Oakland. I love the way she licks her lips. See me jockin' put a little twist in her hips cause I'm watching conversations on the phone to the Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. The ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. We got hibachi, too. Chicken, shrimp, filet, lobster, grilled vegetables, savory fried rice, and super salad. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. If you want sports and entertainment, then you've come to the right place. You're in the zone with Justin Inquiry and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. To one pitch. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel for the walk-off homer. The Hogs win 6-5 to five on Diggs' 11th of the year. Y'all listen on the stream out there? Our final qualifier about to be set for our competition. Top of the hour is when we're going to do it. So if you are one of the qualifiers for those Razorback tickets, 
Listen up. I'm telling you right now. We've got our uh, four players, and Wes is going to put them to the test in the final hour today. Wes, how would you rate your questions on a scale of 1 to 10 for difficulty? Mm, well, it's multiple choice. Right. But so, if I was asking you outright without options, probably about a 9 or a 10. But ooh. since it's multiple choice, I'll, I'll put it about 7. That's still pretty hard. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to do a... Uh, Special segment here. We haven't done one of these in a minute, so we'll get to that in just a second. What Anything else happening right now? Uh, Zach Morris is talking with the media, and he just really reiterated and thanked his family for helping him through the you know tough time. He said, I wasn't pitching like I wanted to. I wasn't helping the team. I lost my confidence. And he said his family really got that confidence back, and he feels great. And asked him, what are you ready for this weekend, to, You know your role? He said, man, I'm ready to do whatever. You know, Whatever coach needs me to do, I'm here. Uh, this is what, you know, he's been aiming uh, or working so hard during the regular season to get back so he could be a contributor at this time of the year. Um, Carson says, we all calm down with who will be named starter. Y'all act like it's revealing who a new pope is going to be. No, this is much more important. Much more us. important. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, listen, I haven't had a pope yet that I didn't think was doing a great job, so yeah, that's not that big of a deal. Although I think there's a lot of pitchers that are going to do a good job, too. As Aaron Rodgers stated, relax. Hmm. We're so excited to know it. Uh, Lee says, elaborate on Sankey saying they will go to the state level on NAL rules instead of the feds. Just heard Trey talk a little about it last night while I was messing with my butts on the smoker. That's kinky. Mm. And did not hear much. How would that work with every state having teams from different conferences in them? I didn't hear that. Did you? No, but then you got to have each state agree with what the other state wants to do. That could be complicated, right? Sure. What the, the government federal is to... Get all the states to come together. Actually, you need what you need is like an organizing body that looks over college athletics mm. that could do all of this. That knows what if, they're doing. If they could just create something like yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't suck. Yeah. Uh, Plowboy says, went on Santa Clara's schedule this a.m. They have only played six times with a crowd of over 1,000. The largest, 1,400. Mm. They're about to be some... About to be some peeing down some legs, I think, this weekend. <laughs> all right, let's get to bad boys here real quick. We haven't done it in a while, but uh, some people are acting up, and I'm here to point them out. where you can usually find a few bad boys. One is at a uh, sporting complex. There are athletes that are acting up. But my favorite one, of course, is at the State House, where you got legislators that are doing things they're not supposed to be doing. And that's where we're going to focus today, Wes. There's also a Hollywood angle on this as well at 1153. Hmm. Michael DeMassa. He's a former Connecticut legislator. He's been sentenced to 27 months in prison for stealing $1.2 million dollars. Most of it, pandemic aid. To fuel a gambling addition, and you guys, this is what we call the, basically the uh, perfect example of a degenerate gambler. He stole 1.2 to fuel his gambling addiction? Yes. Like that one dude from The Sopranos. I haven't even got to the degenerate part yet, Christian. Just wait. It gets worse. Uh, His gambling addiction is alleged to have included betting on how long the national anthem would take for the Super Bowl. This dude has got real serious problems. we got to get him some help. Um, Daniel Ellie Buaziz, also in the news today. A Palm Beach, Florida art dealer. This is a Florida man story. Disguised as a bad boys segment. Sentenced to 27 months in prison for selling counterfeit works for $75,000 to $240,000, including pieces purportedly painted by Andy Warhol. Um, somebody who works in art, wouldn't you think that they know that people can tell a fake pretty well? Yeah. Like, you work in this industry. Don't you have any faith in other people to be able to figure this out? You're I'll, that smart that you can fool everybody? Isn't that crazy? I watched a documentary on Netflix about an art house. I think it was in New York, and it was a very popular one. That got duped, and they had been buying fakes for years oh, wow. from these people. That's hmm. pretty interesting. <laughs> 
And then uh, last, and certainly not least, and the most high-profile person, one of the only ones that, I guess the only one that you're going to actually recognize, that 70s show star Danny Masterson let out in handcuffs from an L.A. courtroom Wednesday and could get 30 years to life in prison after a grand jury found him guilty, I'm sorry, not a grand jury, after a jury found him guilty on two of three counts of rape at his second trial, in which the Church of Scientology played a central role. His wife, actor and model Bijou Phillips, gasped when the verdict was read and wept as he was taken into custody. The jury of seven women and five men reached the verdict after deliberating for seven days over two weeks. Seven days, they spread it out over two weeks. They couldn't reach a verdict on the third count um, that alleged that he attacked a longtime girlfriend. The 47-year-old will be held without bail until he is sentenced. How about that? Pretty crazy. Remember him from that 70s show? He was Hyde on that 70s show. Hyde. Yes, that's right. And now he's going to be... In jail until he's 70. Someone's Hyde in prison. Yes, exactly. Uh, Next hour, we are going to play our little contest here. Wes Moore does trivia with our four contestants who qualified through the show today to win Razorback tickets. We also have some hog pin tickets to give away. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. You'll find out. Stay tuned. More coming up. We've got uh, entertainment. We have birthdays. Zach Gillum's going to join us at 1230. We're going to talk to him about the lines at Oakland for baseball, for the NBA Finals, for the NHL Finals, for Major League Baseball, if you want to get into that. And don't ask him about F1. I already told you once. And then the last thing, of course, is that uh, at 1220, our buddies are coming up from Rock and Roll Sushi, Chris and Chris. It'll be Chris Alley, Chris Cromless, and we'll be doing the Average Guy review, but it's going to be TV review, Ted Lasso. So all these movies have come to a close, right? Succession's done. Ted Lasso's done. There's a bunch of them that come to a uh, close of late. Did you watch Succession? I caught a couple of episodes, and what I saw I loved. Mm -hmm. Really great cast. Mm -hmm. And um, there's actually a connection to to something in the entertainment report about that today. But um, I do want to watch it from the beginning. We started it and didn't get into it, and then we just keep hearing great things about it, so we restarted it last night. The daughter on a much less violent scale reminds me a little bit of Beth from Yellowstone. They're both fiery redheads and uh, salty. Just salty. By the way, we finished jury duty night before last. I've never been called for jury duty. Jury duty is two thumbs up. Got to watch it. I don't think he was here when we were talking about this. Oh, you were here. It is amazing how much I'm not (laughs) here. He was on vacation. Jury duty. Well, it's got James Marsden in it. Okay. What is it? Movie or a series? It's, it's a, a series. It's a series. What's it about? It's got a twist. It's about jury duty. Yes. So there's all these paid actors, and they're acting like they're on jury duty. Okay. And there's one real person. They're basically pranking the real person. Oh. Mm. And so these actors got to be on their toes because they don't know how he's going to react. Because it's, so it's not a real script, but there are some options that they have, and they're kind of playing off of him. This is like that uh, deal that we had. Yes, with uh, Will Arnett. With Will Arnett, exactly. Sort of. That Wes hated. Where he played a detective. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican